Hello, everyone. I'm Catherine Biroy, your personal growth and business coach, and I have just one mission, to help you do what you love and make your dream business flourish. Therefore, I'm bringing in experts to talk uh, specific topics, which will help you, inspire you to transform your life and build the business of your dreams. Today, I have Anthony Trucks with me. He is a serial entrepreneur with one serious superpower, the power to shift with shifting times and help people start attaining the most ambitious desires as quickly as this month. He teaches people how to use the power of identity to achieve their dreams which is why he created the SHIFT method, a process and a company focused on helping people close their identity gaps that are responsible for the short fails in their potential and lack of success. He then helps them upgrade how they operate so that the hard things become easy, which means more success in all areas of life. It's time to make a shift happen. Welcome, Anthony. I'm so glad you are here with me today. Happy to be here also. Thank you. My pleasure. So what does identity means to you? Oh, identity is, it's essentially the, it's who you are when you aren't thinking about who you are. It's mm -hmm. the natural flow that we have for our life, whether it's how we plan for moments, like the way that you plan. It's just it kind of like we call it unconscious kind of flow. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the way that you, at the end of the day, also handle the plans you've set. So when you get to a moment where you've planned, what do you do in that moment? Do you follow through? Do you push it off? Do you procrastinate? Do you make excuses because it's too hard? And then also, how do you handle unplanned moments? And, you know, whether it's going to be a fight or flight, um, do you blame or take ownership? Do you create excuses or do you find solutions? And these things happen to them for the most part, like unconsciously. The unique thing is that's what determines your life. Whether you know it or not, like that is kind of what's going on. It's this weird process. Your identity is always running your life. But for the most part, a lot of us aren't running it. So most of us are actually not even aware of it, right? Oh, we're very unaware. I mean, we're, <laughs> we're aware once it's passed. Once the time has passed, we're like, oh, why did I do that? And we find we keep doing the same things, get the same results. And mm -hmm. what we do, unfortunately, is we'll try to lean it on, you know, and say, oh, it's just, you know, it was bad timing or, you know, it just, it was hard for me. And, and what you start looking is, is you start looking at your life, you'll find these are patterns that show up in multiple places. And some, some people are like, oh, it's just habits. Like habits are, are conscious things you can trigger and you can adjust. But the idea is when you get to a point where you're not even consciously thinking about these things, and, but you, they, they flow in the way you want, mm -hmm. you start creating an outcome for life that's vastly different. Because for me, there's certain things that I do and successful people do that other people look and go, man, how do you do that? It looks like magic. How are you so, you know, X, Y, and Z? And it's like, oh, it's just who I am. And when you get to your, you know, point in your life where you have, you have shifted yourself to a level where the things that you just do without even thinking about it create an amazing outcome, that's how you have success. So the things that are hard to you, mm -hmm. they're easy. You know, that it's like eventually it becomes smooth. And so when somebody else looks at you, like, man, you know, hi, Catherine, how do you do so much? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just my typical Tuesday morning, right? <laughs> That's what we try to get people to do. And as much as it sounds like this thoughtful, I don't know how to do that. It's going to be hard. Like you can actually take control of that kind of like upgrading a computer because really what it boils down to, it's kind of like we're operating off this operating system, like a computer operates off its operating system. And that operating system, if it hasn't been updated, well, whatever programs you put in, the new job, the relationship, the health practices, if that system can't handle a new program, the system crashes. It doesn't work. 
And so for a lot of us in life, we're wondering, well, why can't I get the weight off? Why can't I fix the marriage? Why can't I get more money in my business? Why can't I get the promotion? Your operating system's outdated. You're winning, you know, it's 2020, but you're running like Windows 95. Like you have this, this discrepancy. And so for me, what we do is go in and actually tactically unpack it, figure out what's going on, and then help you kind of level up. And it happens through actions, which is the best part. It's not this, let's sit in a room and think about things all day. Like, no, we do things. Like a lot of it is the goal is for me that to realize that this happens through achievements. Yes. When you have an achievement, that's what helps us trigger it and get to the point where there's no more imposter syndrome. You don't procrastinate as much. It actually becomes who you are to get that thing done where you maybe used to be leery of it or scared. And when you start having these achievements you've planned out structurally, well, now what's cool is you achieve, but you transform at the same time. It's kind of this unique thing that takes place simultaneously. It's like, as I do, I become. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm, I'm trying to get people to realize like, yeah, the end result is for you to become that, mm -hmm. but it happens through doing. Mm -hmm. And funny thing, I, I spoke with my husband yesterday about that. And he was like, but, but you're doing so many things. And what about me? We need to upgrade your system. Yeah, I tell my wife the same thing. Got <laughs> to do more. But yeah. it's doing the right stuff too. The problem is you, you get some people who are stuck in the, well, I am doing stuff and I, I got my to-do list done. I got my task done. It's like, yeah, but true question. Did that move the needle today? Mm -hmm. Like, did it really, if you can't see like, yeah, that did. If it wasn't, if it was something difficult, like a lot of people are busy doing things, but making no progress. So now you're burned out and you're broke. Yes. And it's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do the right things that'll shift you into that identity. Cause if not, you're just still doing the same operational patterns. The upgrade usually comes with discourse, like in a computer system, I got to sit back and I got to wait for this computer to download all the information. And then I got to wait for it to upload it all. And then I got to go back and make sure the program's got to be updated and I may have to install something. Like there's, there's, there's a difficulty there. Same thing in life. So if you're going through the process and you don't feel that, that little bit of resistance, then you know you're not doing the right updates. You're not doing the right work. Exactly. You know, I was a programmer for 13 years, so. Oh, you love this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, what is actually identity shift for you? The identity shift is, is shifting into what I call the ideal identity for your dreams. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a dream you have, and I don't know who's listening to what your dream is. Um, let's say, for example, your dream was like, I want to, I want to make more money, you know, whether it's in a job or it's as a business. There's certain things that need to be done consistently over time to get there. The problem is the consistency burns people out sometimes because it's not who they are. So if this thing you have to do consistently drains you, well, by month one, like maybe you pushed and you did it, but by month two, you're done. You don't want to do it anymore. So now it falls off and then that dream dies. But if it becomes who you are to do it, you'll protect that with pride. And there's actually not a drain. It actually fills you up to do that same task that used to kill other people and burn them out. So the idea is, well, how do I get you to shift into that person? So an identity shift is it's essentially looking at that ideal identity, which is comprised of six core drivers. That identity, when you can shift into it, you get to become that person. You go from being the person that's lethargic and excuse-ridden and tired, right? Mm -hmm. But you, over time, you do the right things to where eventually you own that that's who you are to do those things. Now you've shifted from this, this pain and anguish and you know, drain that comes with these tasks that move the needle for you, and now you find ease. It's why if you see people who are successful in the area you want to be, usually it, it looks easy. 
it's like, why is it, I'm dying over here. And they're over there living it up, loving it. Why is it that they can get through a day's work doing the same things? And I want to go and like shoot myself. These people out here having some Mai Tais and cheering and hanging out. Mm -hmm. What is the difference? Well, they've shifted to the identity of the person who does that thing. Therefore, the actions are easier. And in, in, in a sense, if they don't do that, they lose pride. Like you will protect who you see yourself to be and it won't feel like a drain. Like think about, I'm thinking about soldiers back in the day. There's a difference between slaves who are fighting for this, this, you know, whatever, this army and those who are, you know, homeland born. The slaves are just fighting because they, they have to. And if they don't, someone's going to kill them. So I'm fighting to not die. But if like I am, this is my land, there's pride. It's easy to fight. I want to, right? I go out and I fight. So it's kind of the same thing for a lot of people in life is they're, they're doing this thing, but they don't feel like it's the, their home to be in that space. They don't feel like it's them. So the effort dies. And then and eventually you do get to the point of like, I don't even care. I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to do something else. But as it come out like that, it comes out like, oh, you know what? The market changed. Oh, you know what? I just, I didn't think it was for me. Or, you know, I, did, I don't know anybody. I don't have the resources. That's how it comes out. And the reality was it just got too hard. And it's because it wasn't you. You didn't shift into an internal adoption of like, that's who I am. Exactly. And this is why I actually wanted to have you on the show. We met in Blue Talks with Corey and I've heard you speaking there. And it was so beautiful and so natural. And then when I checked your online appearance and your Instagram and everything, that's it. That's the core. And I, I resonated with every single word you said over there because you can feel when someone is living, speaking and doing from the heart, from the core of the heart and the existence. And that is why I want my audience to know that people are putting too much effort in ha, wrong things, if I may say, in different jobs or something like that. But I also transformed because I started doing what I love. And that's where the magic starts. And that's where you are actually an expert for it. So um, why does everyone need to make a shift? Yeah, because if not, we're just trying things, hoping they land and hoping they stick. And hope is a, it's not a good strategy for <laughs> success. Essentially, the idea is like you, everybody wants to change, even though people don't like change. Change is literally the only thing that allows good and bad to happen, right? So if I want anything new in life, I got to change something. And change is usually met with a, a discourse, even if it's good change. Now, there, for example, we as humans have what's called homeostasis. There's this desire to stay at a certain level. And anything that changes that, uh, even if it's good for us, is met with just resistance, even if it's like to eat healthier, Right you know it's going to be better for you, but oh, it's so hard to do. And so what happens is a lot of people, they, they, try to, they try to just change one thing and hope that I'll adjust and get the thing I want. But again, it becomes short-lived. So mm -hmm. if you like short-lived success, don't make an identity change. Don't make a shift, right? Yeah. But if you want an enduring level of success, mm -hmm. that needs to be the goal. Because it's, it's a matter of shifting. If you think about the computer, your operation it's your operating system. That's what I look at. It's, it's the conscious and subconscious way you do things. So if you do want to have this nuances change, the idea is not to be a person that, you know, eats healthy, but it's a person who, you know, health is who I am. I am a healthy person. I'm not trying to eat healthy, trying to work out. I'm a healthy person, right? It's not to say um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm boxing today as a workout, but to say I'm a boxer, 
is a difference when you take ownership of it. And so the operation we talked about and alluded to earlier is mm -hmm. who are you when you're not thinking about who you are? And, and when, when I turn that, that conscious switch off and I'm in flow, if I'm just boxing, well, if it gets hard, I'll stop. No big deal. Mm -hmm. Got difficult. I'll just try. I'm gonna go be a biker. I'm gonna start, you know, riding a bike. I say, mm -hmm. I'm gonna, you know, go and instead of throw a punch, I'm gonna try these things. But if I say I'm a boxer, when the going gets tough and I'm not consciously thinking, and that moment happens, because it happens, like the things that make or break us happen in moments. It's like it gets hard, and then, what do I do right now without thinking about it? It's in that specific moment that if I'm a, I'm a boxer, like, no, let's get back in the ring. You're not gonna knock me down. I'm going to get back up and fight again. Yeah, I got knocked out, but I'm a boxer. This is what boxers do. Or if you're just trying to box, you're like, oh, I got punched in the face. I don't like this. I'm going to go try something else. <laughs> you get out of it. So when people are trying to, for example, be entrepreneurs, a study by George Washington University came out that showed that individuals who were given mindset tactics and strategies and were applying this, if they didn't self-categorize or identify mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur, the mindset work fell flat didn't work for them because they didn't see themselves as an entrepreneur yet. But those who said, I am an entrepreneur, mm. there's a difference when things took place. The mindset triggered something different. It helped them press on when things got tough and lo and behold, they succeed. Mm -hmm. So you have to make an identity shift if you want to have enduring success. Honestly, if you want to have success at all, because in order to even stay the course and pass those pain points that are inevitable, You've got to believe it's who I am to have this success. And it happens through doing and becoming back and forth. And then once you get it, to not have the self-sabotage, which happens for people, they'll get there and be like, I have this, but back in the back of their head, they're like, I don't know if I deserve this. I don't know if I'm supposed to. And they'll naturally do the things that take them back downhill. I have mm -hmm. a client who, uh, when we first started working together, he had sold a million dollar business, sold it for a million. And then we started working, he wanted to then teach people how to do certain things. And it was interesting. He was making like three grand a month, but he, we unpacked a lot and finally figured out through actions. Like he thought it was an accident that he sold his business the first time. The success felt incongruent. It felt like it was like just luck. Mm -hmm. And we had unpacked to clarify like, no, you don't, you don't accidentally sell a business for a million. Like that's not an accident. That's <laughs> part of how you were operating that made it happen. Mm -hmm. So the success he had, he's like, oh, okay. So I did deserve that, which let him then do the things necessary to grow his income again. And now he's at like $35,000, $40,000 a month off of a program where he's teaching these things because at first he wouldn't push out. He wouldn't be you know, bold about what he, he wouldn't say he was great. He wouldn't do the things unconsciously necessary for him to grow. He kept self-sabotaging without even knowing it. And so it's those little shifts that people don't see. It's not just you know, getting there and then I'm going to stay here. It's like, no, you have to shift to get there and you have to have made the shift to stay there. Exactly. Exactly. And now when you, when you say that, that's actually what happened to me. I, uh, I published book in, in the United States in 2017, even not thinking about becoming entrepreneur, but mm. people started reaching out and my business started to expand and I needed to transform from that programmer I just mentioned to the very yeah. serious entrepreneur. And I'm truly, truly enjoying my life. So I, I want to encourage people to try to get out and to actually do the same. Um, Anthony, you were in L NFL. Um, yeah. Would you like to share a little bit about that experience too? Yeah, I mean, it's cool because the NFL is the highest level of sport for, mm -hmm. for or high level of the world for my sport. It's funny because I've, I've recently 
uh, for a lot of years, I've never in any way wanted NFL to be this thing I led with. Part of my identity has been the guy that assumes that people who hear about a sports guy and want to talk to you about, you know, professional or relationship stuff that it's like, ah, oh, it's just a dumb jock. What does he know? And so I had this thought in my head, right? It was a, it was a, I don't want to call it a limiting belief, but if we're probably put in a bucket, let's call it was a limiting belief. Mm-hmm. And I mean like the last week, by the way, I'm not talking about months ago. This is like the last week I've had some discussions where people pretty much were like, just so you know, that is a part of you that we see as a level of excellence and discipline to get there. The way that you had to do things consistently to show up, to, to push through hardships, to deal with difficulty every day, physically and mentally. There's a level of excellence that just is inherent in that. And I, for some reason, didn't see that people saw me that way. And, and so I ran from football and that whole, like, I've done it. I'm, I'll, I'll talk about, like, yeah, I played the NFL, but I move on real quick. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's, it's been a conversation I'm, I'm, I'm unpacking in the last week or so more than I ever have. And so the NFL was this, this weird environment, three years I spent in it, where you're just, every day there's pressure. Every day there's situations that are momentary and you don't even realize it's past until it's past. And the way that you handle things, whether it's this play or the coach coaching you or do you show up on time or, um, you know, how do you handle a hardship? Your body hurts, you get back up and go. How do you plan your day? How do you manage the plans you've set for yourself? All these little nuances. And so what happens is like that is a main piece of, of what's allowed me to be able to do the TV show stuff I do and to speak now. And so I, the NFL was great for me. Um, past the physical part to the mental standpoint, but what I extracted from that time that I use now in my life, it's, it's the key, right? But it was only because I go back and understand what I had to do to shift my identity to be able to get there and then also to stay there. And then a lot of that, the, the, the thought processes, the routines, the rituals, the, the, the weird things that are part of me that even my wife is like, why do you do that? Like, it's just, it's ingrained in me, but it's not an accident that I'm successful in things. It's not an accident. I can try new stuff and fail and get back up. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the work I do goes back to unpacking things from, from those parts of my life and my, you know, childhood and even the professional world. And like the shift method that I teach people, a lot of it's tactical strategies that we utilize from those parts of my life. It's me. It's not just me talking about make a shift and like, all right, figure it out on your own. It's like, no, here's how you actually will deconstruct and architect your ideal identity. Mm-hmm. Here are the steps you'll put in place to be able to plan the actions necessary. Here's how you will execute on those plans. And here's how you will handle unplanned moments that happen. Mm-hmm. And when you start molding these, they start coming to a, together to create this, this really unique operational flow toward first. It's difficult. Like for me, it was first difficult to get in a football team and learn the playbook and to get in shape. And then, you know, the the deal with the media and the deal with the coach, all these things that are difficult. But after a while, it just happens. You don't even think Mm -hmm. about it. You you show up, do your thing, walk away. Like it just becomes natural. Then when I got into this world, same thing. It was difficult. What am I going to say in the podcast? What am I going to say on stage? And how should I cope? And then now it's like, I, I don't even prepare for podcasts like this with you. I just know what it should feel like and I hop on and I'm chatting and I'm talking, mm-hmm. but at the beginning it was hard, but over time by applying the same processes that I do and I teach, now I can get to this level where I can talk and speak and share. And so that's the football thing was, man, it was huge to teach that without me knowing what I was learning at the time. 
Beautiful. Um, before you, I'm actually now wrapping the to launch the podcast. I usually did um, a lot of interview series for LinkedIn. And before oh, you, I've actually interviewed someone who won Emmy, someone who won Oscar and someone who won a Nobel Peace Prize. And uh, all three of them and you now are telling absolutely the same thing. You know, when I was starting, it was like I needed to prepare this and prepare this and prepare this and prepare yeah. this. So I'm talking about very high level achievements. And yeah. then it's just like a flow. And, exactly. and, and that's, that's exactly what happens when we, when we are living in our purpose. And that's exactly what happened with me also. And everyone I actually talked to who truly did something to change and transform their lives. And that's yeah. why I wanted people to hear your story because I'm absolutely amazed and I adore everything you do. So, you know, you Thank have you. a fan here. <laughs> Appreciate it. And that's how it works for people. I think there's, there's this hidden kind of like in plain sight statement I've heard so many people make and no one's uncovered or at least me until now that I know of but it's whenever i ask somebody or you can ask anybody like hey who were you back when you were unsuccessful and a statement typically is oh i was i was a completely different person back then yeah like that's the language they use a completely different person it's like okay what does that mean it's not like oh i had different they didn't say i had different habits they didn't say that you know i i knew somebody different or i read a different book it was i was a different person so if different person is it translated what i'm talking about it's like you had a different identity. You saw yourself as somebody different because you mm -hmm. see yourself as someone different now. Yeah. And some people, every successful person has done this. This isn't like this, you know, Anthony did it and, you know, Catherine did it. No, everybody who's successful has done this or you wouldn't even know their name. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, a lot of people had to like press against the hardship of doing it with no plan. They just kind of went in and they figured it out. And so for me, if I can go back and say, hey, you don't have to guess like everybody else did. You don't have to go through trial and error and a bunch of ups and downs and a lot of failures. If you just sat back and did the right structure and strategy, you can do what they did faster and mm -hmm. more success more consistently because you'll understand why, whereas they just kind of almost lucked out in doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm just sheer willpower, but you don't have to use willpower to do that. Yeah. A funny thing happened. Uh, my ex-boss called me like a few months ago and he asked me, with who am I talking? You before or like now? And I was like, depends what you need. <laughs> so yeah. Probably, probably you will not get what you wanted right now. Okay. So we will... Um, have a little bit of fun now. You know about right. the second part of the interview. I do. I do. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> My audience love it. My guests, uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> I will ask you very quick questions and you have like yeah. 10 seconds to answer to me. Okay? Yep. What's your favorite book? My favorite book uh, is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. One of my favorites too. <laughs> Beautiful. There you go. Uh, what's your recipe for success? Um, make shift happen. It's kind of like my model too. My recipe for success is, is C, which you got to work on mm -hmm. shift by doing the work and mm -hmm. sustain it over time. That's what the shift method does. And that's what my recipe for success is. Brilliant. And you're building a momentum. And what's your life yeah. motto? It's the same. It's, it's make shift happen. So it's all about, um, getting things done making things happen over time consistently. You do that and life's going to be amazing. Isn't that a beautiful thing? The most beautiful thing it can happen, actually. Yeah. Tell us, please, where people can find you, how they can reach out to you, and what we can expect of your magic until the end of the year. 
Yeah, yeah. I got a book coming out next year, and uh, April, May 18th is the, the release date. So I'm awesome. working on the manuscript and get it all dialed in now. Uh, if somebody is in the realm of saying, hey, I want to make this identity shift and I want to understand how to execute while I achieve, because they'll transform. Because ideas like I do things where it's not just this whole internal work. I want you to achieve something outside while you transform. So it's all about getting things done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do it in my coaching programs. And if they want to find out more about that, you can find me at Instagram at Anthony Trucks. Just DM me the word shift. Um, or you can catch me on, on my website, anthonytrucks.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being my guest. I truly enjoyed. And uh, when the book is about to come up, uh, ring me and maybe we can have a LinkedIn live so that my audience yeah. can hear about that. Okay. Love to. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye.